The Significance of Palm Sunday by Susan Proctor. Let's pray. Father God, we just come before you and we ask right now, Lord, that you would just come and dwell with us, Father God, that you would teach us, that you would train our minds, Father, that you would give us the wisdom we need, Father. I pray for your word, Lord, that it would not return void, that somehow, some way, it would just change the way we think today in order to keep our thoughts on you, Father God. We love you deeply. In your name we pray. Amen. John 12, 12 through 18. The next day, when the large crowd that had come to the festival heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took palm branches and went out to meet him. They kept shouting, Hosanna! He who comes in the name of the Lord is the Blessed One, the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, just as it is written, Fear no more, daughter Zion. Look, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first. However, when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and that they had done these things to him. Meanwhile, the crowd, which had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead, continued to testify. This is also why the crowd met him, because they heard he had done this sign. As I began to read the story of Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem, a few things seemed peculiar to me. As a child, I held palm branches and yelled, Hosanna! I really didn't know the true meaning of those actions. I just did it. I have to wonder if some of the people who had journeyed to Jerusalem to celebrate the festival held the palm branches and yelled, Hosanna, but wondered why. What was so significant about this moment? In Jesus' time on earth, palm branches meant triumph or honor. It was a political statement indicating that we were saved. Their hero, Jesus, was believed to be the one who would rescue them from their current suffering under Roman rule. In fact, the term they yelled, Hosanna, means, save now, please. Initially, the word had a deep meaning of God's power to save. Hosanna then transitioned into a joyous shout of praise or victory. We realized that the crowd was throwing and swaying palm branches and shouting Hosanna because they thought Jesus was going to save them immediately. We know from John twelve seventeen and 18 that the crowd had known and experienced miracles firsthand. They had seen Jesus in action. So what changed? How did they go from believing that Jesus was going to save them to nailing him on the cross? Personally, I think the crowd had little knowledge of Jesus. They only wanted what he could do for them and knew not who he was. Luke nineteen. 41 tells us that Jesus wept over Jerusalem. Why did he weep? He wept because he could see the rejection. They didn't understand that Jesus was coming to save them from themselves. They couldn't see how they needed a Savior to rescue them from their personal sins. They thought someone, Jesus, would come and wipe out all of their enemies. They didn't want any more hardship. They wanted the easy road. In contrast, Jesus wanted to save their souls. He wanted to empower them to love their enemies and overcome the world as he had overcome the world. Jesus wanted the narrow road. He wanted a relationship. He wants you. Every bit of you.
He doesn't want to be a genie in a bottle. He wants to walk this life with you and teach you, encourage you, rebuke you, and love you. He wants you to know who He is. Questions to ponder. In your opinion, who is God? What are some of God's greatest characteristics that have been displayed in your life? Are you striving for a relationship with God? Or do you prefer a checklist of do's and don'ts? Faith-filled idea. Read all four gospel accounts of the triumphal entry. Matthew 21, 1-11, Mark 11, 1-11, Luke 19, 28-44, and John 12, 12-19. Let us pray. God, I pray right now for the moms and the dads that may be listening to this podcast right now, Father God, that your power would be made perfect in them, Father, that they would seek out your strength, Father, continue the good work that you have given them. Lord, I pray protection over their homes. I pray protections over their marriage, Lord. I pray that you would make your word alive in them, Father, so that they would just um, just overflow with your abundance, Father. I pray that the Holy Spirit would be speaking to their hearts and their minds, Lord Jesus. I pray that they can hold captive every thought, Lord, and take it through the filter of Philippians 4.8, Father God. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would be so made known in our homes, Lord, that this country would be overtaken by your beauty, by your love, by your by your encouragement, Father, as it starts off in the homes, Lord Jesus. We thank you so much that you came to save us, not from our enemies here on earth, but from the enemy of the of the demonic minion, Father. That you saved us from ourselves, that you saved us from our sins. And that you taught us a way to live and to love others in such a way that only you, God, would receive glory. In your name we pray. Amen.